0: Around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of
1: Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions podcast with Terry Mize.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries podcast. Terry and I are so glad to join you today, and and we're believing God that what we say will bear, uh, as the Bible says, a lot of fruit in your life. Actually, Terry, you know, that parable in Mark chapter four is talking about the word bearing fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown in your heart. And as the word of God goes out, uh, as it's preached, as it's read, um, as you study and meditate and read the word of God, that's what these podcasts are all about, is to help you have more and more fruitfulness in your life of the supernatural power and creative word of God. Um, We're here every week sharing with you the word of God on terrymize.com or terrymizeministries.org. That's our website. And we're here to share with you these good things from God's word. So you can find the archived uh, podcast there on the website. And then you can tune in every week. Every Wednesday, we put up a new one. And you can join us at terrymize.com. So we're going to talk to you today, telling you you're more than a conqueror and that you can have the blessing of God through God's promises.
1: Absolutely, Renee. You know the Word of God is is uh, absolutely the cornerstone, the foundation right. of everything we believe and absolutely. everything we do. We, you know, we just uh, a month ago or uh, came through the the great holiday or the great holy day yes. of Easter, Easter, or Resurrection Sunday, and and and, <laughs> and you've heard me say for decades that. That, that Easter is the absolute foundation. It That's is right. the absolute cornerstone right. of why we do what we do, why we are who we are. Uh, the whole the whole basis of everything we're about is the fact that Jesus rose from the dead.
0: That's right. I mean, that just makes me laugh, just, uh, just such joy over the fact that God, our God is alive.
1: And, you know, being a missionary and traveling the nations for 49 years now, third world missionary evangelism since I was an 18-year-old kid, you know, I've seen the other gods.
0: Right. Uh, I've seen
1: the other religions. I've <laughs> been in, I've been in those temples. I've seen oh, those idols. Yes. And and they're dead. Yeah. I mean, if you're shopping for a god and and today it seems like in America there's crazy movements, you know, Hollywood and different groups that that are you know, Oprah including, are just they're just looking for a god. Now, I've yeah, heard Oprah no. say many, many times, she said, Well, you just worship and serve whatever deity you want to worship and you'll be all right. Well that's yeah. not true. No, I'm sure Oprah's right. a nice lady, but she's wrong in her theology. Because and even though USA Today has said many times Oprah Winfrey's the pastor of America, I'm sure she's a nice lady and does a lot of good to help a lot of people. But she's certainly not my pastor. I'm no, not going right. to look to her for that's spiritual right. advice, especially since the spiritual advice she gives is will absolutely take you to hell. You can't just worship whatever deity you want to or serve whatever god you want to and think it's going to be all right. Because Jesus said, "I am the way, I am the door, yes, I am the I am the resurrection, I am the life." I. I'm it. That's you know, it. He said he said, No man comes to the Father but by me. And he said, Anybody that tries to come in any other way That's than right. me, he said, I'm the door. That's if you try to get in any other way except the door, you're a thief and a robber and it's not gonna work.
0: No, and those are the absolutes of the gospel. We want you to understand the confidence that you can have in the word of God that you don't have to take a back seat or, or feel like you don't know anything. Well no, our our God God are trying are trying to be
1: popular socially and said, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the the popular God of the day, that'll take you to hell. No,
0: that will. There's and, only uh, one
1: way to God, and it's through Jesus. And and right, then there's only right. one way to make this stuff work, and that's through the Word of God. Go find out what God said. Go find out what Jesus said. You know, not long ago, Renee, in fact, just a few months back, uh, a, a, a pastor, I'm ashamed to admit he's a pastor because he's a sorry one. He's not a real pastor. But he's a famous pastor, television pastor, uh, written a lot of books, real—you know all the talk shows. Uh, he literally stood up in front of 3,000 college students. And he said to these 3,000 college students, he held the Bible up. This is a pastor now, supposedly. I mean, I'm embarrassed to call him that. Uh, He held the Bible up, and he said, if you want to follow this book or to read this book, he said, it's okay because it's got some good stories in it and some good history in it. But he said, it's not the word of God. Not even the red letters are the word of God. So don't try to live by it because you can't live your life by it. Well, you know, uh, man, I wrote that guy off after that. I mean, I had written him off a long time ago because he's such a jerk in so many ways and, and and doesn't preach anything the Bible says. But when he stands up and says, the Bible's not the word of God, right. and the red letters are not the word of Jesus, and right. they don't work, and you can't live by them, well, I'm done with that. <laughs> and and the sad thing is those well, 3,000 right. college kids stood up and gave him a stand ovation. You know, it's, it's the blind leading the blind. Yeah, They're no both going to fall in the ditch. Because that's a serious, a serious thing to lead those kids astray and to lead them to a false concept and a false God that will take them to hell because the Word of God, the Bible, is the foundation, the cornerstone. That's right. Easter Resurrection Sunday is the foundation, foundation. the cornerstone Understood. of everything we are, everything right. we, we believe, right. everything we do is based on the fact that the Word of God's true, every bit of it. Right. I mean, the red letters, black letters, it's true. Right. You know, it's not just a figment of somebody's imagination. It was in the uh, Paul said it's inspired of the Holy Ghost. He said all Scripture, all Scripture, every bit of it, a double longest word in the Bible. All Scripture is given of the Holy Ghost, of the Holy Spirit, and well, it's and profitable that, to us. It'll work for it us in our life.
0: Well, and you and I have lived long enough to know how dangerous uh, not believing in God can be, and it can cost you dearly not just your soul jeez you know terry and i have such a passion to share with you and to preach and teach and tell people jesus is coming soon the world's not getting better it's getting worse just in the last 10 to 15 years things have gotten so dangerous out there in the world that there are so many things to kill you so many people that want to kill you so many people that have no conscience about taking everything that you have and destroying your life in any way they can hurt harm, maim, steal, destroy, murder, everything in your life. And people don't realize how fragile their lives hang in the balance when either you have picked the wrong God, don't have a God, uh, don't even if you're a Christian, you're not passionately you've serving You've watered the down Lord, the
1: God you have, and
0: you've watered down the God you have. I wanted to just remind folks of this. But you know, about. there's
1: no God like Jehovah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, these are such absolute things that, that help us live our lives 24 7. But Psalm 115 says, It says, Why should the nations say, Where is now their God? But our God is in heaven, and he does whatever he pleases. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of man's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. They have eyes, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands. I've smelled some of them. They're pretty bad. (laughs) They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither can they make a sound with their throats. They who make idols are like them also. So we all trust and lean on our god he says oh israel trust and take refuge in the lord lean on him he is your help and your shield and you know when you when the bible says so specifically how we are to think and consider these things and look and wonder and watch and see they, they have all that they have a god they have a concept of god but they don't have a God that talks and communicates We're and not, visits yeah. and, and, I, comes and, and lives in us. And
1: I've been there and seen those right, gods. Right, right. You know, I've gone to these countries and see these idols that have uh, eight or ten hands. You know, or arms. Uh, I've always said that's a handy religion. You know, and as sometimes as I've gone in those temples and and there's a there's a an idol uh, with all these arms, hands, whatever, elephants heads, whatever they look like, whatever they're made like in these different places I go. And uh, a lot of times I'll ask the priest there. I'll say, "Hey, uh, who uh, who makes your gods?" And he'll say, "Oh, well, our priests make our gods." I said, "Well, really, in Christianity, our God makes our priests." And then I'll say, "Hey, I see this guy over here has got two or three arms missing, and I see they're laying over there. The arms are laying over there in the corner. What uh, uh, what are you, you going to do with those?" And he said, "Oh, well we'll, we'll 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 repair them." I said, "Well." Who repairs your gods when they get broken? And they said, well, our, our priests repair our gods. I said, really? Well, in Christianity, our God repairs our priests. Mm-hmm. And yet to try to, I mean, I mean I've mean i been to these places. I've watched people crawl. I've watched people crawl for, for miles till mm-hmm. their hands are bloody, right, their feet right. are bloody, their knees are bloody to try to get to one of these mm-hmm. gods. I've, I've seen people bring food to these gods. I've seen people bring drink to these gods. I've seen them cry and beat their head and beat their breasts and do all these things. And yet our God... You don't have to do any of that stuff.
0: <laughs> That's right. See,
1: see, people want a God that they can see. Right. But our God is not a God you can see. They want a God they can take a silver apple or a golden apple and put it on a silver tray and hold it up to this God uh, so he can eat it. Of course, they've never seen one of these gods eat it. They, they just leave the food there till it rots, you know, right. or somebody comes and takes it away in the night, and then they say, well, yeah, he ate it. But, uh you know, our God's not a God like that. Our God wants yeah, us alive. to believe that He is yeah,
0: right. and that
1: He is a rewarder of those that diligently to seek, seek him, him, and that this word really works. This isn't no, a Hollywood is. game. Right. This isn't a social game. This isn't let's do this popular God of the day. Let's do the Hollywood God of the right. day. let's right. let's let's play this religious game. Let's play that religious game where people have made themselves gods, right you know, uh, secularism, humanism is it may, it means that you're God. Right. You know, we've never said we're going. We say our God lives in us, mm-hmm. right? And and yet they say, well, the, here here's what I believe. And they just spout you out something they believe. But that's not what we do in Christianity. In Christianity, we don't just say, well, I believe this. Well, I believe that. Well, here's my opinion. No, no, we don't have to do that. We go to the Bible. You know, when we were little kids, we used to sing that song, the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the, that's book, for the book for me. That's the book for me. I stand alone in the, the word, word of God, God. God the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's and right. so we go back to the Word About any subject we need to know about, about our healing, about our finances, about anything we want to know about, about our kids, about our parents. We go, you know, God's given us 66 books.
0: It's like an encyclopedia for life. Yeah,
1: 66 books on how to live on planet Earth.
0: And you can go into
1: the Old Testament, New Testament, and say, here's how God wants me to live on planet Earth. Here's how I'm to live. Here's how I'm to talk. And here's how it will benefit me. Here's how I can make this work today. Not yesterday or when I get to heaven, but I can make this work. Today and so so we we've looked to these uh, scriptures all these years and they're foundational. They're they're inspirational. They're the word of Almighty God that you can take, right. let it go in your ears, and squirt it out your mouth, believe in it in your heart, and watch it come to pass.
0: If anybody's God shopping out there today, I don't know who that would be, but I I always have felt like that if I were in that position myself, if I was out there in the world, and I needed some questions that about life, you know, everything that was out there. If I was looking for a God, I'd want a, a God that, that could do the supernatural like Jesus did when he rose from the dead, Absolutely. that laid hands on sick people and Absolutely. they got healed. And like we've been teaching a couple of podcasts that a God that wouldn't lie to me, a God that would always tell me the truth, and that I could count on his word and take it to the bank literally. And that I would have a God that that if he if he could provide for me if I didn't have my the resources to do so he would protect me provide for me he would he would in every way communicate with me I, it wouldn't be just a uh, I'd have to write a letter and then mail it and then wait for it to come back that he would actually commit to coming living on the inside of me absolutely. and that is absolutely the 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 miraculous side of picking a God that would that would communicate with you love you enough to come and live and on the inside of you and know you good bad and ugly and be able to fellowship with you and then reveal who he was and then if you ask him and had a need and needed him to do something he would work with you as a co-laborer to try to help you to get that done in your life and invite you to believe him and talk to him i just think it's it's a, still i'm i'm just every day just so thankful that god lets me talk to him but i was i was thinking here Terry about Um, Here, you and I had been talking about this about a week ago, how Jesus' ministry was. And and there were two things I want to tell you today. You know, if you're a Christian already, just have a fit today, throw a party, thank God, dance around your house, (laughs) thanking God that you picked the right God, that you're uh, you're happy, you're going to celebrate it, that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and you're going to live forever, eternally with, with God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and that precious Comforter, the Holy Spirit. And and then the fact that, um, you know, Jesus, you and I were talking about in his in his uh, ministry. And I would encourage all of you right here during the springtime, read through the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Read them out loud. Preach it to yourself. And we were talking about how Jesus did in his own ministry, Terry, that he this is how Jesus taught. He actually taught by he answered when people had questions, he would answer their question with a question. Well, that, but that was the number I'm one thing he
1: preached with questions and he answered questions with, questions with
0: questions and then he taught with parables and then he made declarative statements these right. declarations those three things that we've noticed and if we'll pass that on to you and let you just go through the four gospels matthew mark luke and john read them out loud let the holy ghost teach them to you from the inside out and then realize and notice these things that jesus really taught By answering questions, and he answered questions with questions, and then he taught by the parables that he gave, and then he taught by just making, like you said, like you taught there, uh, what a podcast or so ago, out of John, was it John 4, Luke 4, Luke 4. Where Jesus forward, just declared, he, of, he just made declarations about today. Uh, this this is yeah. this state. These day, scriptures scripture are f- fulfilled, fulfilled in, your in your ears. You know, rise up and walk. He right. would just make declarative statements, exactly. and, you know, like that. And I, Terry, and I have just taken such solace in that through the years to realize that Jesus' ministry, as a God that created everything you and I see, hear, feel, taste, and smell, still wants to make things so simple to invite the most uh, innocent, or the most pure, the, the the most childlike mind into the kingdom of God.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you know, when he when he asked questions, it was never because he didn't know the answer. No, that's right. <laughs> you know, uh, when God came into <laughs> that's the garden, a clue. When, when God came into the garden and Adam and Eve weren't there, and he said, Adam, where are you? Eve, no, where are you? It wasn't that he didn't know where did they you were. Did know, right. You know, when Jesus is there in uh, uh Matthew chapter 16, starting at verse 13, it says, "'When Jesus came in the coast of Caesarea Philippi, "'he asked his disciples, saying, "'Whom do men say I, the Son of Man, am?' Well, he wasn't having an identity crisis.
0: No, that's right. He, he wasn't trying to find himself.
1: <laughs> he wasn't trying to get in touch with his feminine side. Yeah, you know, he didn't have yeah. a feminine side. Well, and he didn't uh,
0: need to be affirmed about it. He didn't need to be affirmed. He wasn't trying to, he wasn't
1: saying, Who am I? Yeah, you know, he right. wasn't needing some Do little safe like space me? so somebody could, <laughs> somebody could make him feel validated. Right. You know, right. he, he was asking a question to teach them something, exactly. to tell them something. So he said, What are you, what are you hearing? What are you hearing down the synagogue? Right. What are they saying down at the marketplace? Whenever you're traveling out in town, guys, well, what, what are they saying that I, uh, about me? Who do they say that I am? And again, he, he, he knew the answer. Right. And he wasn't having some kind of an identity blessed, crisis. Blessed he just Jesus. said, what are you hearing? So they answered him. And they said, well, some say you're John the Baptist, and some say you're, you're Elijah, or some say you're Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. And he just let all that go by because he, he didn't care what the answer was. He was going to a point. And so then he looked him right in the eye with those coals of fire he had for eyes, That's right. and he said, "But whom say, say ye, ye that I That's am? Right. Peter, who am I to, to you? you. Right. John, who am I at your house? You know, Matthew, what 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 can I do in your life? What can I do in your kids? What can I do in your marriage? What can I do in your finances? Who am I at your house? What can I do for you? Who do you say am I, I am? Right? Who am I to you? Because see, there's a spiritual law involved there. And of course, you know I've got a tremendous tape series on this, or our CD series on this saying, saying, who do you say Jesus is? That's right. Who do you say Jesus is? Because the spiritual law here right. is that whoever you say Jesus is, that's who he will be to you. If you right. call him Savior, he'll be your Savior. If that's you call right. him Lord, he'll be your Lord. If you call him King, if you call him Healer, right. if you call him Doctor, Lawyer, whatever you, <laughs> if you, you know, uh, every morning I tell the Lord, you're Jehovah Jireh. Yes. You no are right. the God that supplies all my needs. You are El Shaddai, yes. the many-breasted Hallelujah. one, my father, my mother, the God that's more than enough. You are uh, you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God that healeth me. You are the God that taketh away the diseases of Egypt. You are the God Amen. that who's paid Amen. for my healing. By the stripes of Jesus, that's the true. word of God says, Old Testament and New Testament, I am healed. He paid for our healing with his blood. You are the Lord God, my healer, Jehovah Hallelujah. Rapha. And then Jehovah uh, Nisi and Jehovah Sitkanu Jehovah Shalom Jehovah Sabah I mean, you you're, you're everybody that's you're right. the Ancient of Days you're the Rock of Ages you're the that's bright right. and shining bright and shining star the fairest of ten thousand you're the you're the Lily of the Valley you're 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 the line of the tribe of Judah you're the Counselor you're the Prince of Peace you're the Mighty God you know you're you're everybody that's anybody no, and so when we declare right. who that's He right. is that's who He'll be to us. And, you know, you could take 15 people and just go down the line and say, who do you say Jesus is? Who do you say Jesus is? Who do you say Jesus is? Who's Jesus to you? And some people would just curse you and say, well, I don't want him in my house. Don't talk to me about him. Well, if they did that, he couldn't get into their house That's true because right. he can only do what you allow him to do. He'll be who you say that he is. Somebody else might say, oh, he's my Lord. He's my Savior. He's my healer. He's my provider. He's my blesser. He's my <laughs> right. Holy Ghost right. baptizer. I mean, he's everybody to me.
0: Right you know the the wonderful thing about what terry we started off talking about the easter season and the wonderful resurrection sunday and the and the fact that god comes and lives and jesus rose from the dead to in to throw the doors wide open so we could invite the resurrection life of the lord jesus christ to live on the inside of us and you know that great unseen inside part of you your soul and your spirit the things that other people don't see God wants to communicate with all of that and reveal Himself to you on every level. And it's an, you know, the the Bible says, Terry, that it's the never-ending kingdom of God. Amen. So on the inside of us, God lives in there to reveal everything about who he is so that it will bless you in your personal life and then you you're just overflowing with all of that to go and help somebody else yeah,
1: jesus said out of the abundance of the heart that's the mouth right. speaks matthew chapter 12 so whatever you put in your heart
0: that's right
1: it's up to you whatever you put in your heart in abundance that's what's going to squirt out your mouth whenever a crisis comes
0: well and that's why it's so important for you to know absolutely like we read in psalm 115 that you really are full of a God that talks and walks and communicates and and visibly and 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 on the inside of you literally will reveal who he is to you in your own heart and soul. And you can overflow God
1: like Jehovah. Yeah,
0: you can overflow with the Lord your God out of your own mouth in your face and your smile in the wisdom that comes out of your soul that God has given to you from his word. There's it's just a never ending kingdom. So it pays to know who God is, that he is the Lord God, Jehovah, yeah, that and there and is, you he the is, right one. what is it? L- Paul, El- said, Yom, Paul said, Paul the said there's Almighty only one God.
1: God. Yeah. Almighty God. Yeah. Paul said, there's only one God and one mediator between God, God and, man, and man, the man, man Christ, Christ Jesus.
0: Jesus. And what a truth to know, lay your head down on the pillow tonight and know you picked the right God. Your name's written in the Lamb's book of life, but it wasn't just a choice or an admission into a club. It was the fact that God lives on the inside of us. And that He lives to make us what your books talked about—that wonderful Scripture Paul said—more than conquerors. Amen. Amen. Well, we're so glad that you have joined us today. We always have a great time, uh, and just seeing you in our mind's eye, we see you there listening. We see you driving your car. We're, we we know there are people out there listening in their homes and. And sitting around their kitchen table having a cup of coffee or are listing from their desk or they're in their bedroom. While so they're we're,
1: running or walking, yeah, running or ear, walking. you know, we just ear. see
0: you out there doing your daily life activity. And it's like we just walk up to you and we start talking to you. <laughs> and that's how we see it by the spirit of God. And we believe it's going to bear much fruit in your life. God loves you. And he wants you to be a success in every area, but he wants you to think like he thinks and not let the world intimidate you about anything in your life. Well, we want to remind you that um, these podcasts are available to you on or, or, it's O-R-G, right. or, dot org and they are archived for you. They're right there on the website. There's also books, CDs, any materials that you may need, and you can also... Uh, communicate with us and give us your prayer requests and, and testimonies and things like that, that we know uh, that the Lord will will be able to will be able to pray for you. God will move on your behalf. And then also you can hear the podcast every week as well on TerryMize.com. We are so grateful for the opportunity to minister to you. And we look forward to talking to you next time you join us. And until then, we pray and believe God with you that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. God bless you. See you next time.